Welcome to Full of Zeal. Uh, my name is Joshua and I'll be your host today. Um, I'm with Rob Parker here from, um, yeah, I guess. From Ameridree <laughs> from, uh, from uh, what's called Link County Ministry now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Rob Parker was uh, the founder of the National House of Prayer. Um, how many years did you do that for, Rob? Well, I did it from, I mean, honestly, it was from the year 2000 to 2022. Okay. So 22 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So so you had a massive track record. Yeah. There. I say 2000 because <laughs> way, way before we were in Ottawa, yeah. we did a prayer walk from Calgary to Ottawa. Okay. And that began the birthing of the National House of Prayer. Wow. So, so I don't know this, so this is, this is a new question for me. What, um, was there any National House of Prayer, any national prayer going on before this, or was this kind of like something that the Lord birthed through you? Yeah, national prayer was a bit limited at that point, uh, more than a bit. And uh, okay. the odd time they would have a, a conference where there would be prayer nationally. Right. But actual national prayer ministry, I'm not sure there even was one. I mean, even we, we helped birth Fatine, if that rings a bell, and, and uh, uh, all of that. But yeah, we were stepping into a new ground there. Okay. And and so you say 2000. So what was what was that process like for you? Well, it was God. It was <laughs> honestly like like what I try and get through to people is um, prayer is never meant to be a monologue of us just doing all the talking. Right. And, you know, we can sort of direct God that way. Yeah. But no, 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 no. Prayer is meant to be a dialogue. Uh, Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer. Mm. So we've got to really take hold of, okay, how is he answering? In that process then, he can lead us. So that was the whole thing. I, I was pastoring a church and God began to speak to me clearly mm. about the national. And uh, Watchmen for the Nations, I'd come become linked with them. And then God began to really narrow it down. I want you to... And, embrace prayer walking which i was doing in, right. our, in our community of vernon and then god called me to do the walk and that right <laughs> there were so many encounters of god on that yeah where this needed to happen right i i, I remember you telling a story uh a while ago about a pearl was that part of that process no but that was how god led me from ottawa to the west right Okay. Yeah. I'm getting my stories mixed up. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I ended up finding pearls uh, yeah. out of prayer walking. And God was, I mean, when you find a pearl, you're, you think of Matthew 13, the man who found the pearl of great price, he sold everything and bought the field. Yeah. Little did I know God was telling us to sell everything, wow. sell the building of the National Halls of Prayer. Okay. And, uh, and buy the field. Well, what's the field? It's the people who are out there. So in mm -hmm. other words... God was saying, yes, the National House of Prayer building had a season, but yeah. now I'm shifting it into the hearts of people who are in the field. Right. So, yeah. I like that. Um, I, I, I want to jump back to uh, the, the process for a sec. So, what, what brought you, because that sounded like a long process, like a couple years to get you to like... God had to convince me. Yeah, he had to convince you. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, that's, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But so what was that? What was that like? Why, why did that take so long for you? Well, I, I really liked pastoring and, and um, I liked a paycheck. 
I like, I like to, like God was calling me into something that was more radical where I, Mm. where, you know, you can have these fancy ideas. Oh, look at me. I'm a national leader in prayer. Right. Right. Well, are you? (laughs) And then, and then, and then then from that, how are you going to, how are you going to support yourself? How are you going to do this? Right. And, uh, so it was literally a big step of faith. Yeah. You know, I wasn't running into it. I, and, and it wasn't even my idea when I had, mm. I was sitting in Starbucks restaurant where I used to pray for people. Yeah. Right. This is in Vernon. And, um, God was saying to me, Rob, it's taking you two years to prayer walk all around Vernon. Hmm. Now I want you to prayer walk from Calgary to Ottawa because I'm going to show you things. Wow. And I'm going, okay. Like that's the coffee, right? Yeah. That's just strong coffee. <laughs> And I, I'll get the light roast next time. Yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, <laughs> so exactly what I was thinking. Meanwhile, God is saying, no, 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 this is true. And so I put it all to all the tests. Like I asked people, I kind of fumbled with it. Like, oh, come on, really? And mm. then, and then God was getting more more specific. I was mm. looking at a map to walk from Calgary to Ottawa. If you were able to go 50 kilometers a day, yeah. which we did as a team, yeah. um, it would take 73 days. Yeah. So I'm going like, no. And, 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 <laughs> but, and then I said, my son said, well, okay, I, you know, what do you think, Dad? I said, well, let's pray. Every, every time God has given me something, yeah. it's usually also being underlined in the Word of God, right? Mm. And so I said, let's pray. Uh, if God really wants me to do a walk from Calgary to the capital city of Ottawa, let him confirm it mm. in his word. Otherwise, I'm not going. That's that's a good protocol. And so I went to bed and Franz reading our one-year Bible out of Ezra, where as I, I'm, I'm under the covers, she says in, the, in Ezra, and we broke camp at a Habakkuk now and made our way towards the capital city of Jerusalem. Mm. And the gracious hand of God was on us. I go, capital city and i knew it would take 73 days i ran and grabbed a calendar mm. and i counted oh yeah she says, it actually said on april 19th we broke camp at have a canal wow so i grabbed a calendar and counted from april 19th to july 1st when god wanted me to be in ottawa so so when was this in the process this was in 1999 yeah but what month so you're saying that april was in 19th. august Okay. And in and April was 2000, year 2000. Right. So you were going to wait till the next year to go. Yeah, I had to do a lot of training. Okay. A lot of walking, get your steps in. I was uh, 192 pounds. I had to go down to about 170. Wow. Anyway, it was actually, that was from April 19th to July 1st, that was 73 days. Okay. And so God was being very specific. And then I had to get the board to approve it. They right. started laughing. They pulled out a letter written by the district baptist you know executive minister for bc mm. and it said if you have a senior pastor in your church who's been there 20 years or longer yeah we highly recommend you give that senior pastor uh, um, a three-month sabbatical wow and that was me hallelujah <laughs> it's actually it was actually i said 20 it was actually 10 years or longer okay yeah yeah that's incredible so so the lord he was in it. Yeah. yeah, he was in it. And and so you got to Ottawa. What was what was it like um, starting the prayer house and stepping up to a national prayer level? Because you went from local scale, presumably. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we ended up having a lot of relationship with different people, even Dick and Joan DeWert in, in Lethbridge and yeah. Watchmen. And 
you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't overstate how important it is to value relationships. Hmm. So you're not just in there doing something on your own. Like we had all, right. we had so many encouragements and buy-in from many people hmm. that, um, because when we came time to purchase a building in Ottawa, right. They wanted $1.8 million. We got it for 900000 half price. Wow. But again, what difference does it make if you have no money? Right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> could so, give it me a deal, but I, if I don't have it, yeah, you're not yeah, getting anyway. it. But anyway, God, God uh, through individuals, we we ended up seeing um, over 500000 come in, in uh, three months. Wow. And uh, and then and that, a lot of that was, honestly, uh, that was media, that was... Um, Watchmen for the Nation, different individuals, Dick and Joan DeWord. Right. Like and people going to bat for you. You bet. And that, that provided for that building when it was time for that building. And uh, and then when we began ministry and started to grow it, teams were coming. So the word was out. I mean, it was like the new hot thing. Right. But we averaged, um, our average income when we had our full staff running the National Health Prayer was 35000 per month. Wow. And we watched God meet that need without advertising, without even asking for it. Come on. So that's how God has did it for years and years and years. Yeah. Living on faith. Yeah. Because I was always freaked out about that. And we watched God just mm. over abundantly uh, supply our need. So that was, that you said 22 years at the National. So uh, approximately 22 years of $35,000 a month. Not quite. Not it, quite. It, it, it was in it was in that those years from two thousand four when we had the five when we had the building okay. to about two thousand fourteen when we had that God led led us in exactly what we needed for the time. Right. There were times where we didn't need as many staff, and God, it was okay. We we always had what we had. Usually, we were nothing less than about twenty thousand per month than what we needed, but in the in the very height. We were at thirty-five thousand per per I like month. That. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because you went from presumably wanting a paycheck to like, okay, the Lord's gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, and no paycheck, and no paycheck. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Scary, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. like in in the moment, I think some of that stuff feels different, you know. Versus like in hindsight, you're like, oh, that was cool, and the Lord came through, but like. Looking, I think it's, it was well. Honestly, it was. It became very exciting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had times where our we had a administrator, Michelle Cluche. She'd say, "Rob, you got to get out and prayer walk for the money because we need fifteen thousand. You know. Yeah. And, you know, and I'd go out and start prayer walking. You know, <laughs> which wasn't exactly the right thing to do. But I'd be right. out there. Meanwhile, the mailman had come and dropped off an envelope on the desk, and it was mm. fifteen thousand. Wow. That happened a lot, right? Yeah. And so. Yeah, we were learning. Yeah, but but yet there there I just said a key thing. Um, we're all learning and always will be learning until right. Jesus comes. So in that place of developing us to live by faith, yeah, um, we're still now in that and ha- but we have a level of expectant faith because right. of what we've gone through. Yeah, you have history to pull from. Yeah, and and there we are, and we're watching God continue to do that. Yeah. So just for me and Fran. Yeah. So, so it's you, not about a dollar figure. It's just about the provision needed. Right. 
So, yeah, because it never was about a dollar figure. The dollar figure has changed in this season, right? Yeah. You're not. It's whatever you need, right? Right. It's not, oh, well, you're going to always have this amount, so I'll look good in that <laughs> in that BMW, you know. Right, you, yeah, yeah. You know, the, you settle for the Toyota Camry, that's it. Hey, hey it's a nice car. <laughs> don't judge the Camry. <laughs> for those that don't know, both me and Rob have the same yeah Camry yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah no that's that's awesome um so what um what kind of prayer strategies did you was that already established back in Vernon or no like, no a lot of that um came through the prayer walk um, okay again um Underlining that we were, we discovered that prayer was seventy five percent listening mm. and twenty five percent talking. Cool. Uh, watching God lead, and so so praying the word, praying the word. God began to show us specific strategies right. in how to pray for government. And I actually developed, like I told you earlier, 40, 40 messages for on prayer. Um, for our interns that we used to have at National House of Prayer, right. at forty, yeah. and uh, you know, like, oh, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot, a lot to talk about yeah. when it comes to prayer and the yeah. spirit man in you, you yeah. know. So yeah, can do you do you have any off the top of your head that? Well, okay, authority. You know, okay. pray, praying from a position of authority. We can jump into quickly. Well, all authority has been given to me. Mm. Well, no, it hasn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then because you know, in in scripture, we're we're told that if you prove faithful with little, more shall be given. So there's right. always a sense of progressing. There's right. never a sense of you have everything you need, and there, that's it. And and you know, sometimes people say it's great faith when you can say that, mm. but actually you're not quite accurate. You need to be developing what God's already given you. Right. right? And then the other thing is the faith or the authority that we actually carry is delegated authority. Mm. It's Christ who said, all authority has been given unto me, Christ. Yep. And therefore go and make disciples, yep. you know, and baptize them and, and disciple them. Right. So he's got the authority, but he dwells in us. Right. But he gives you that authority as you grow incrementally, you grow in a place of authority. Right. And would you also say, too, that that authority is given for purpose? Sometimes, yes. Because there, it, there's, a, there's a kind of foundation of, I could call it maturity, a foundation of what right. you're walking in. But then when it comes to assignments, yeah. God gives you may give you a specific authority for an assignment you're dealing with. But And we used to help people do this because once that assignment is a completed, usually... God wants you to step back from it now. Interesting. Right? And um, what, But what, a lot of people say, what, well, why would I ever step back? Because I need this authority. I'm going to keep going yeah. and doing whatever. Well, yeah, but that becomes something that becomes more fine-tuned. Okay. So right? so why why does he ask us to step back from that authority? Just Okay. So you've completed your assignment, right? You've yeah. done what you, you're called to do. Now he says, draw back unto me, into that place of intimacy. Don't be running ahead and look at the power I have in me because right. it becomes a huge temptation that I'm, I've developed this, I've developed this, and I need to keep going in it. No, right. Jesus says, draw back into me. Hmm. So another, in John 15, he says, abide in me. And then he says, and let my rhema word, let my now word abide in you. Hmm. You had a word then. 
that was a, you know, we did an amazing work then. Right. Come back now, a now word for you. Abide in me and let my word, abide in me, let my rhema word dwell richly in you. Hmm. And then from this place, ask. That's prayer. Whatever you wish, yeah. and it will be done for you. But then he says the amazing thing, which goes back to that place of prayer. By this, by what? By your asking. By your asking in relationship. Hmm. Abiding. Right? Right. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. And then he says this. Hmm. And so prove to be my disciples. Hmm. So there's like... In other words, your answers to the now word of God dwelling in you as you pray the now word of God, your answers become a testimony to everyone around that wow. God is a, God is real. And it's one of the greatest places of your um, sharing about the truth of Jesus is your answers to prayer mm-hmm. that are not just from 2000 and 2000, right. but are now. Mm. And you're watching God lead you as you grow. Like I just had a now word answered to me in that, Rob, I want you to put it into place a website where, Mm. okay, God, how do I do that? And now I've got a very high level professional young man. He said out of the blue, Rob, I feel I'm I'm to develop a website for you. Mm. So like it's, you know, but we, we, we become, um, it's so easy to become mission oriented right and and, and really task focused because well look at look at what it's doing I'm, I'm getting well known and yeah. all. no he, are you willing to put that aside and come back into abiding in Christ Wow and then he'll give you what you need for today right and that's and that's why we hold on to authority because we don't, <laughs> we're we're so missional that we're like okay, this, I'm supplementing my identity with right. my assignment. Right. Yeah. Sometimes God has so much more authority in a little child coming to to play in your living room mm. than he has in you at that point. Ooh. Are you willing to, okay, God, we, we, we need to be able to yield ourselves to all that God wants to do in us currently. Mm. And that's, um, that's childlike faith. Yeah. So... Come on, daddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which which takes a massive amount of of surrender. Patience. And yeah. Because because you that trust is in him, in you, not not me doing the thing, which I find Yeah, you it's not about you inventing things to do. Mm. It's you walking with the revelation that God is showing you. Right. And that's why the prayer of Paul in Ephesians 1, I continue to pray that that you will receive the spirit of revelation, right? That you will continue to walk in this because that's where there's real authority. Right. You can't can't put your faith in yesteryear's anointing, let Mm. alone yesterday's anointing. Mm. We need today's anointing. Mm. I like that. Yeah. That wasn't mine, by the way. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who it was. At, at some point, it just comes an amalgamation, and you're like, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> in the end, the Lord gets credit, and we're all yeah. in the same yeah. place. Yeah. But no, I, I, I really like that. So, um, how, how have you learned to lay down authority then? Because that's that's presumably a skill. Well, that's a. I mean, that's a now word for me because 
okay, coming from a place of national exposure and level and all that, right. you, you, you know, you can end up thinking like, what am I doing? I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. Mm. And I went through a full year of doing nothing. Mm. And it wasn't that I was doing nothing. I was, I was churning inside. But God was saying, are you willing to just be content in me and what I'm doing in you? Right. Being a grandfather, being, being uh, mm. an everyday kind of Christian without the emphasis on mission about what you need to do today. Are you willing to be just a side of what we are doing, God mm. and me, in whatever sphere God has me? So that is, it becomes, it would be really difficult if it was just basically up to me to lay it down. But because it comes out of relationship with my friend Jesus, right? It becomes something that ah, uh, yeah, okay. Mm. And he lets me know when oh, you're stepping into something, Rob, that I haven't, you know, that was maybe something that you hold on to, but it's not what I have for you now. Interesting. So, so how how do you interact with that grace then? Because he he lets you know. Do you, does he still let you do that, or or do you? Do you repent and say, sorry, like I, I was out of step there? Sometimes I, I do a lot of repenting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, um, you know, there there's, I get surprised sometimes. I, like, for example, I, I shared on Sunday at a church and um, I'll have to try to say it carefully, but it was, um, it was lacking the Holy Spirit uh, church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were lovely people and all yeah. that. But, oh man, anyway, I opened the word to them and the power of God was coming through me. I know, I can, from experience, know, oh. right. and and uh, and it was, yeah, so God allowed that. I'll just put it that way. He allowed me to, like, and he wants me to do that. It's not right. like God wants us to go into the shadows. Right. But, but I, I do say that sometimes, and, I, and you can see this with individuals uh, throughout scripture, God might take us into an obscure place mm. and he wants us in a hidden place, whether that was Moses in the wilderness or mm. David in, you know, going as a shepherd, you know, uh, Elijah, you can go through the scriptures. It was John the Baptist. It was also the apostle Paul in Saudi Arabia. You know, he would take them into an obscure place. Mm. And what was he doing in the obscure place? He was developing them. Yeah. And there's, because there was something more coming. And that more might not be to the the exact window of the authority that you maybe you used to walk in, but there's a level of authority right. that, uh, it, um, that you can operate. More coming from intimacy of the obscure place, hmm. if you're willing not to run from that, that's going to be even more powerful than what you used to walk in. Right. But it may not look like ministry per se, but it really is authority of what you're walking in. And, and I think... God was speaking to me so clearly, um, and and then it was confirmed by a speaker that you heard and I heard, who where God was warning warning that speaker not to be looking at the masses at the crowd, but warning that's that individual and in my case warning me to look at individuals, not the crowd, hmm. and that is important to God. Wow. So so question came up as as you were talking why why do we ab- avoid the obscure place what what in in us is is resistant to the lord in that spot well it, it it's all about kind of like well i'm not operating in a, in a where people see me mm. i'm not operating in in that where um what what the world calls uh ministry 
you know, right. and, and it's like you're telling me to lay everything down. You may not be telling a person to lay down a position, hmm. but when a person operates in the obscure place, they know what it is to come into the intimacy of God, the abiding place. And from that, God will give them everything they need for the public place. As a matter of fact, if you, if I don't develop prayer in the, in the hidden place, I lack authority in the public place, hmm. right? Yeah. And so I, I need to develop that. And sometimes that, that hidden place becomes a huge season of an obscure place. Right. But I'm developing authority in the public place when that time arises. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I, lo I, I love this. This is great. And it, it's not something that my generation really talks about. We... You know, we're social media, a microwave generation where we're like, okay, we want success. Mm. We want, we want to look good. We want to sound good. Like, mm. you know, and I think we have a tendency to avoid that, mm. that place because we're like, okay, like everything's always about output. Yeah. You know, and, and, but we never, we never withdraw where we actually need to be filled again, or we need to reestablish our assignment in the Lord or hmm. those like, like what is the Lord saying now versus what did he say 10 years ago? Cause you could, you can overstay in your assignment. Absolutely. Be and so it's like, like even moving on, like you, you had 22 years in something, you know, with national accreditation, you know? Um, so to undo 22 years, it, Sounds like it took you a year to kind of even oh, yeah. be okay. <laughs> still there. <laughs> still there. <laughs> Haven't left. <laughs> no, it is it is a growing process for sure. Hmm. Um you know what I would say to any any younger uh person, young adult, um I'd say the marriage of the word and the spirit hmm. are probably the huge one of the greatest ways of hearing God speak. Where you open the word and you take your time and don't, it's not just, uh, you know, I'll go there. You systematically, you go through yeah. the word of God and, and you begin to pray it. And, um, actually to be honest with you, sometimes I, I I'll, I'll say it like that, but to be honest with you, I just open the word Yeah. and I start to look at the word Yeah. before I know it, mm. I'm praying. Right. So it's not like I'm, it just begins to happen. Why? Because, the spirit takes the word and begins to apply it. Application, the marriage of the word and the spirit. And he begins to, and so before I know it, as I'm, as I'm looking at the word, it turns into a, a thanksgiving prayer or mm. a, 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 a prayer of, of repentance or I'm, I'm, I'm prayer out of intercession. I'm interceding this because, oh, I see how that applies to this individual. And, and before I know it, I'm going into this zone hmm. of prayer but it's birthed from the holy spirit and the word right so yeah and that, that's the fastest way i can i can ever tell anyone to get into the now word of the lord and watch how god will begin to apply it it's right. in that and then and then there's a momentum when god does that hmm. there's a momentum because he never just speaks and there you know he wants to add to it yeah he continues to add to it and then you're really you're cooking with gas. <laughs> yeah. Which is much more effective than... Yeah. 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 Oh, so, so in that, how... Um, 
So if I've never prayed the word before, never done this, this is a new concept to me. Mm. How, how do I even start that process? Because something like this feels intimidating. It feels... No, no, no. Like, for example, like if you look at Psalm 23. Yeah. So, okay, I'll just show you. I'll yeah. just show you an example. Uh, so so you're going through, and, and here's a familiar passage. That, that's a key right there. What you think is familiar, watch how God will show you things you never saw before. Hmm. In, that, in that. So, you know, you all know the, the Lord is my shepherd in Psalm 23. And he goes into, um, he makes me lie down in green pastures. So you can start, okay, God, I, I, you, you bring me into a sense of, of restoring my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness. Yes, God, you, you take away things that are not right in me. Mm-hmm. You're leading me down a path that is absolutely right. But then I, it goes on to, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, fo- I will fear no evil. But then it changes. The language changes from um, an ex- uh, me saying, he is doing this, he does that, to now it turns into un- uh, uh, intimacy. You are with me. Your rod and staff, they come for me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You Anoint my head with oil. So now, as David, what began in, in, in you talking about God, he does this for me. He is that for me. Turned into you are this to me. You are that right. to me. So, you're, so that you see the progression as you, as you are willing to just begin. Hmm. Watch it turn into a conversation, this dialogue right. with God and, yeah. and like that. It's not, it's not intellectual anymore. It's personal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And yet, and yet, God will by doing that, it'll keep you from wishing prayer. It'll keep you from praying according to your imagination, right? Uh, letting it go wherever. Can you define wishing prayer? Because that's that's a good concept. <laughs> well, wishing prayer comes from the imagination. You know, I I am praying this, and 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 say it maybe for a mom pray, wishing for their their son, right, to right. walk in a good place, and I, you know, God, I, you know, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying this and he's going to do this and I, you know, keep him from this, keep him from that. And God yet may be showing something different. Mm. So come, come away from the wishing to God. What are you saying about my son? Right. Ah, you're saying that, that, that you, you have put a calling on him. Okay. Mm. I've not been praying according to that calling because I've been wishing he'd go to university. Oh, well, there's a right. calling here that, oh, you're centering me, zeroing me on what your will is. Right. That's the renewing of our mind mm. to, that I might discern what God, is God's perfect and acceptable will. Right? So we can we can definitely come from that, I wish this. Like I have for wanted sure. that BMW for so long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say it's coming, but I, you know, Camry is still top tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do, I do like that though because I think we sometimes conflate our desires with the Lord's, you know, and we think that by praying our will that we're matching His will. Yeah, and we can sometimes think the more fervent I am about whatever I'm praying for. I, even I'm going to win God. God's going to agree with me. Right. Oh, I'm going to start to control God. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See how that works for you. Yeah, yeah. No, we need to walk in humility. Well, and even like scriptures like knock and keep knocking, seek and see, keep seeking, and, or like... 
the widow with the unjust judge. It's like we think that God's unjust and therefore we're trying to twist his arm into, you know, our will. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in that place that God refines us. Hmm. That goes back to that obscure place. Right. Watch God do that refining fire in us, right? Yeah. <laughs> He'll bring us through. Like We, we have something that Fern and I are both praying for in regards to our daughter. Hmm. And God's had to bring us around in such a, a degree in, in recognizing she's an adult. And, and uh, right. you know, she's making her personal choices. And hmm. so come from that perspective of, you know, God touching her in ways that he's shown us about our own daughter that, Wow. Hmm. You know, and then we find out, you know, because she needs to go back to walking with the Lord. Her landlady was saying to my wife, I really love your daughter. Ooh, why? You know, like, and, and and she said, well, it's because of her that I became a Christian. Wow. You know how she, so our daughter's in a place where she loves Jesus. She just doesn't love the church. Right. And, you know, has made some wrong choices. So we're trying to, you know. We're, we're intervening on that one, praying for a lot. I love that. I love that. Um, well, I, I think that's all the time we have today, Rob. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, there's the beat. There's, there's the GoPro. And, uh, if, uh, people want to find you, what are you doing now? Where can they plug in? Yeah. Uh, we are, um, at the place of developing a, a website. I'm going to be doing that with that young man. Yeah. But um, when we began that walk back in 2000, it was called Link Canada. Yeah. Right? So God's brought us full circle back to Calgary area, and it's called Link Canada Ministry. <laughs> and um, at this point, all it is is I'm sending out a blog. Once a month, I send out a blog. And uh, not video. I, I just write it, but... I want to do something like you're doing. I want to copy, you know, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, I've got these 40 subjects on prayer and I've been approached, mm. Rob, you need, you need to put these down and, uh, begin to put a, I don't know, a school of prayer or something together online. Right. And, and which I'd love to do cause I love the subject. Yeah. And so I'm going to put a website together. It's going to be called link Canada ministry, but you could check out, we, we have a Facebook, yeah. Um, Rob Parker or Link Canada Ministry even and um, and that shows up there and then we're trying to spread it out so awesome yeah I'll, I'll make sure to link all of those in the description so you guys can find them yeah. but um, thanks thanks for joining us today thanks Rob for coming on thank you and uh, yeah we'll see you guys in the next one okay 